Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game due to the game's efforts we now have turf that needs less water courses that are more sustainable with many now offering natural wildlife habitats from the days of old tom morris golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game but don't take my word for it jack nicholas agrees if you love golf like i do thank a golf course superintendent A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Hey, what does it take to be the number one irons in golf? Well, if you ask the engineers at Callaway, they'll tell you one thing, innovation. And they would know because Callaway's face cup technology has made them the number one irons in golf. The face cup technology that makes their irons tremendously powerful actually came from their fairway woods 
and hybrids, which incidentally, those fairway woods and hybrids continue to outperform the competition. Face cups dramatically increase ball speed across the face, and the second Callaway started engineering irons with face cups, everything changed. Golfers started seeing tremendous gains in distance and forgiveness, and of course, the engineers at Callaway keep on innovating. Steelhead, Big Bertha, and Apex irons are all powered by Callaway's game-changing face cup technology, and they've all made Callaway the number one irons in golf. To learn more about the technology behind the number one irons in golf, go to CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Reshape your golf game at Uinta Golf with the new TaylorMade Sim Family. The new Sim Shape and Motion Series is here, featuring the Sim, Sim Max, and Sim Max D-Type drivers, fairways, and rescues. Sim Woods have been reshaped to increase your distance and swing speed, while the Sim Irons are made so you no longer have to compromise distance and feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new TaylorMade Sim Series golf club. Now at Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us. We had a great hour number one. Karen Stupples, the 2004 Women's British Open champion and, of course, uh, commentator as well, golf commentator. She does a great job for Golf Channel. She was kind enough to join us from her home in Florida, share some of her experiences about her journey, which led to her uh, best year on tour, picking up two wins in 2004, including that major championship, and uh, just some real uh, personal stuff. And, and I, I was yeah. moved. I, I got emotional right along with her as she was sharing that. It was really cool. I love this game and I love the stories where essentially someone comes from nothing and, and becomes a success like that in, in whatever sport it's always inspiring to be able to hear that. And then of course, Tony Fino, again, I, I, both of them, two peas in a pod, right? That essentially came from nothing and have been able to ascend to the, the top of their respective sports. It's just fantastic to to hear what these guys have to say. Yeah, it's you know two two great people, um, but also great golfers and uh, but great people nonetheless. And and to hear them talk and and say what's important to them and and how they brought how they were brought up and that kind of thing was really really cool. Yeah. So. 
Absolutely. Well, here to come on the back nine, we're going to continue with our our theme of inside the clubhouse here of Real Golf Radio. Uh, you know, one of the best things about golf is the social atmosphere. Gathering in the clubhouse after a round to spin some yarn. And since most of the clubhouses are shut down right now and we have social distance um, keeping us away from each other, we're going to welcome you into our Real Golf Radio clubhouse for some storytelling with the caddy. The caddy. Tales <laughs> from his time on tour. I mean, the guy is... Uh, it's hard to find a better storyteller. And normally this is a segment long. And after we sat and spent some time visiting with him the other night, I think everybody, what I'm finding is we all just want to communicate with each other. And the caddy just started going on to some stories and uh, we were able to edit them together. And essentially it comprised something we've never done before. And that's an entire hour. Number two hour. with the caddy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's, he's a great guy. He's fun to, he's fun to listen to. Um, I've seen him hold court and go on and on and on for hours. So we're going to, you're going to get a little taste of that right now. Yeah. You can't beat it. No doubt about it. I'd like to thank Callaway and Odyssey for their sponsorship of real golf radio. And just a reminder, the new Chrome soft and Chrome soft X golf balls are out and available. I know in some cases we can't get out and play them yet, but you can check them out. More information available at CallawayGolf.com. All right. Uh, coming up next story time with the caddy again. Thanks so much for being with us and join the conversation on Twitter at real golf. The caddy's next right here on the show. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway's relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design has established a completely new standard for distance and performance. It's why Callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row. And this year, they created an iron that the world has never seen, Maverick. Callaway's first ever irons designed by artificial intelligence. Maverick irons feature a new flash face cup designed by AI. That means every face on every iron has been uniquely engineered to completely maximize distance and forgiveness. It also allows the center of gravity to be precisely positioned throughout your set to give you the optimal launch and control with every swing. Maverick irons are available in standard, pro, and max models to fit nearly every type of player. And all Maverick irons come with the classic sound and feel you expect from the number one irons in golf. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded, Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. 
How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver a an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology, so you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, hey, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Really appreciate you spending some time with us. It's obviously uh, tough uh, times out there for everybody, and we wish each of our listeners and yours uh, all the best, really, and, uh, and, and hopefully you're weathering through and, and um, enjoying what you can, the time that you have with your family, uh, despite the, the challenges all around us. So we're trying to spend some time here on Real Golf Radio talking about the game that we love and reminding us of some of the things. We appreciate Karen Stupples and her, her comments there. And right now it's time to get out to everyone's favorite segment. He is America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. It's kind of like the bat signal, you know, when things are going bad in Gotham City. The the anthem comes up, and the spotlight goes out, and... We look for a little relief, and it comes in the form of the caddy. How are you, caddy? Don't ever bet against America. That's how the caddy's feeling right now. I like that. Yeah. I agree with you. Hoorah. Good stuff. All right, caddy, we're going to have some fun uh, on the show. Obviously, we're not talking about the Copperhead course at Innisbrook this week, which we otherwise might have been. A little snake pit discussion. It is always fun to talk about the the three-hole stretch known as the snake pit and compare it to other three-hole stretches. How many times have we done that on the show? What's the toughest three-hole stretch? Would you go with the snake pit? Would you go with the bear trap? What about Amen Corner? You know, all these fun little names that we have in the game. And, and we, but What's that not, one? The loop, the loop in... Uh... Uh, yeah, the horseshoe, the horrible horseshoe. The horrible horseshoe. There you go. Yeah, That's the other one. Don't want to leave that out. Nope. I, I guess if you want to talk about that, I, I was just saying how we usually talk about that, but we could continue talking about that. Maybe Caddy's thinking. Hands down. Best three-hole stretch in golf is the finish at TPC Stadium Course. It's progress. Really? It's ridiculous. Anything can happen there, and it has happened there. I mean, you could have – uh, let, me, let me put it this way. As – most of our listeners may know I caddied for a victory at the Players' Championship, and I saw a leaderboard, final round, 14th green, two-shot lead. A couple thoughts went right through my head. Hey, we could win this thing, and immediately followed by, or we could finish tied for 32nd like a couple guys have from this position. And so, of course, we promptly three-putted the next two holes, and but then had a fine finish to uh, cap it off and win it. So it's so scary. I can't tell you how scary it was watching on the 17th tee 
with everything on this swing, I mean, big time. It's it's one thing to you're all, you can always get a little uptight there watching that shot or hitting it on a Wednesday if you're a caddy. But when the wind's blowing twenty left to right, hurt, and you basically know this swing can basically send you off the map if you mess up just a little bit. And my guy just hit a phenomenal golf shot, and it still was two steps from going in the water. That's how hard that was. <laughs> oh, my. So, yeah. so Caddy, when you get yeah. in a situation like that and you know you've got these tough holes coming down the stretch, especially those three holes and that kind of thing, your heart has to be beaten out of your chest, doesn't it? Not the caddies, but the players probably Oh, come does. on. You tell me that no. your heart's not you're not beating out of your chest. You're totally calm and cool and collected. I can't say I'm totally calm and cool and collected, but my heart rate would not not be going up. It, that you know, different people have different physiological responses to pressure, and my heart rate would not increase like that if I was caddying. Uh, would, it might if I was playing, but no, not not caddying. Um, I'd say the thing that I would do that I found that I had to do when I got in that, if I was feeling anything, I just, I had to get like completely tunnel focused. I couldn't go to any distractions at all. And that's, that's just what I would do to make sure I didn't screw anything up. Um, and so, yeah, it's funny because I've, I've caddied for a couple other people and I like to joke around and, and, and laugh and have fun. But when I get on the golf course, I get very kind of, business-like or, you know, I, 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 get, yeah. I, go, I go into a different mode and, and it's game time. people are like, yeah, it's, it's kind of, and, and I think a lot of people are like, well, who are you and what have you done with Mark? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it's a different thing, but that's just what I do. Um, I know that I, I can tell you the first few times that uh, the TV cameras come running up behind you or get right on you while you're saying something and you you're aware of that, right? It's, you have to kind of get used to that. It takes a little while to get used to that, but luckily it happened to me a lot and I got completely comfortable with it. So, right. So That's if you're a you're... player and that the cameraman comes up behind you when you're about to make a swing, the first time that happens, I don't think you're just not aware of that. Yeah. And that's not good because that's a, that's just something you have not done before. It's like an amateur seeing it up in his first PGA Tour Pro-Am on the first tee. It's completely different than hitting a tee shot anywhere else in your life at that point in time. And you just, like, look, the guy I worked for in his first PGA Tour event, he was a club pro, he qualified. I watched him hit the first tee shot. He hit it right down the middle. I was just standing there watching. He walks over to me and he goes, I don't remember swinging. <laughs> that, that's what he said. He just blacked out and hit a perfect drive. So, and I've heard that from guys before. You know, you, you so, have to get used to situations. So everybody knows that you and I met each other out on tour when when we were both caddying. And uh, I was caddying for a good friend of mine, Keith Clearwater, out on tour. And I can remember whenever Keith, especially that year that I caddied for him, he was in he was in contention. Uh, what 12 or 12 or 14 of the 30 weeks had had 12 top tens, I think 12 or 14 top tens that year. And I can remember being in the second, the last group or whatever, when, when the, you know, crucial shots and that kind of thing. And my heart was pounding out of my chest. 
That's just the way it affected me. I don't know, but it was pretty crazy. Because you aren't a veteran grizzled vet like the caddy. <laughs> Probably not. I, I used to. I remember telling Mac O'Grady one time, I would love to have played with the mindset that I had when I caddied. Because, Bob, you might find this to be the same thing. When you caddy, you don't have the rearview mirror at all. Yeah. You just think about what I have to do on this shot. It's so it's so focused on present tense. What do I have to do on this shot? And you don't really think negative at all. I mean, I didn't. It was like it was such a cool focus and I thought, man, if you could play golf with that mindset, maybe that's what Jack Nicklaus could do or Tiger could do. Yeah. Um, cuz it was you know, when you don't have to physically swing the club, all you're doing is making a mental decision. You have to prepare for anything physical. So it's, it's very different, right? But this, uh, yeah, the, the mental side, I remember, I can tell you, walking up on the 11th green at Shinnecock in, uh, what was that, the 2004 U.S. Open when it was mm-hmm. super burned out on Sunday and the place was just out of control. And, uh, by the way, one of the great lines, my player teed up a driver on the range, and the first one he teed up, he broke the tee, and he turns to me and goes, you know you're in trouble when they've lost control of the range. But, <laughs> so we, we, I'm walking on the 11th hole, it's par three, and it's got a pretty good back to front slope. And the my my guy had hit a great shot in there, like 12 feet with a five iron or something. Now that's like an eight iron, by the way, from the same tee. But he, um, I remember walking past that putt, looking at it, going, two thoughts went through my head. First thought was, wow, I hope we can two putt from 12 feet ten high. That was my first thought. And my second thought was, as they put the bag down, it just occurred to me, I'm not sure I could break 90 out here if I was playing today and I played my very best golf. I don't know if I could break 90. That, it was just incredible that day. So, Was that number yeah. 11 you were talking about? That's Shinny? Number 11. Number yeah. 11. Yeah, that thing is, man, yeah. That what a golf hole that is. And then that year in particular, I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was I mean, you might as well poured concrete, you know, the, around the whole thing. You just was, that's amazing that he got that shot to stop there. And you're right. And you just touch it the wrong way and it's, it's gone. So yeah, that's, well, listen, Caddy, hang on one second. We got to take a short break. We'll come back. I want to hear more about this, more heart pounding stories from their days on tour as we continue with the Caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. 
Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the new Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X. It's got a new dual soft fast core with a high-speed mantle system and a thinner urethane cover. This all adds up to Callaway's fastest, highest quality, most consistent tour ball ever. It's built for total performance. This ball changes everything. Get Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, again, welcome back into the Real Golf Radio Clubhouse. You know we all miss it. Going to the inside the clubhouse afterwards, shooting the breeze, talking stories, telling our tales. And we continued that with America's favorite caddy. As far as you know, low scores and all that go, I'm sitting here thinking the whole time, I, I cannot tell you what the lowest round I've ever caddied for is. I have no idea. Huh. I think I know it's six. I know Nolan shot 62 at Milwaukee. When I came back to caddying after like a year and a half off, I know Nolan shot 93 for 27 holes. He shot 31, 31, 31 starting at Milwaukee. Wow. And, uh, and he shot 62, 66. And after he shot 62, 66, I said, dude, if you shoot 29 tomorrow morning, you've shot the address of the house where I grew up in. And he didn't manage to shoot 29 on the next Dang. line. I've, act, I've caddied for a 28 for nine holes at least once, and I think twice. So here's a good line. I think it was the President's Cup. Charles Howell's playing with Tiger Woods, and Charles has about an eight-foot putt. And he goes, uh, he's looking at it, and he, and, and he says, Tiger, Shamir, I got... I got inside right. What do you see? And Tiger goes, Charles, I'm used to winning these things. It's a ball out left and just walks away. 
Charles, I'm used to winning these things. It's a ball out left and just walks away. And Charles is like, okay. And aims left and knocks it right in. <laughs> I love that story. So he had to drop That's the authority the, on him and then. <laughs> uh, I'm used to winning these things. Yes. <laughs> How about that line? Can you, what, what do you got here for a read? I'm used to winning these things. That's the first thing he says. Like, Oh, that's funny. Basic, I mean, it was basically like, let's make one thing clear here. You're going to do exactly what I tell you to. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that story. And here's why. <laughs> I, might have, I, I hope I haven't butchered that one, but we, that's one we can't let the truth get in the way of a good story because that one's way, it's close to the real story. That one's pretty strong. Yeah. I, I was standing next to Charles on the green at the President's Cup on a playoff hole in South Africa when Ernie and Tiger were going at it. And it was what Ernie made about a eight foot putt for par and Tiger had a six footer. I'm guessing something like that. And, and this was going to be the last putt because if he misses it, we lose. If he makes it, it's too dark to play another hole and we, and we tie. So Charles says to me, he goes, is nice to have him on your side when you got this putt to make because he goes because you know this is going in and he hit it dead center I mean it was so pure he that always was, was he always cool. comes through when it's getting dark yes, he on does. the golf course yeah and, he, and even even when it's dark like it's Firestone yeah at Firestone yeah yeah remember that shot he hit on 18 he hit it like a foot from the hole in the dark <laughs> yeah all the phones and cameras and everything were flashing yeah uh, yeah. You know, the thing, people may not know this, but on TV, uh, it can be almost almost completely dark. And on TV, they can crank the aperture up so much that it actually looks like it's significantly lighter <laughs> than it actually is in real life. Oh, that's so Thank you. That, thank that, you. That Firestone one, when it looks dark on TV, it's like, I mean, we're talking like pitch black dark, practically. Yep. In yep. real life. So that's that's how dark it had to be. It had to be impossible to see anything on that shot. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. N- none of us knew that. They only say it about a million times during the broadcast. Oh, do they? And our cameras, you know, are it's darker than you think. Like. Our cameras are. Yeah, the aperture. Yeah, I mean, it's like ad nauseum. <laughs> well, we hear about how how freaking dark it is. What's well, your so? What's your lowest nine holes, Bob? Um, had to had to be twenty nine too, right? Twenty nine. Yep. Oh, was that on the sixty-two? I think it was one of the nines. That usually, usually follows, you know. So when I was working for Nolan Henke, he had a run, and that was that year at Milwaukee when he shot the thirty-one, thirty-one, thirty. He had a run where he had shot thirty-four times in four straight events. Every week he had a thirty for a month. Wow! And I finally, so we're playing Disney, and this was the second tournament Tiger won. Right? The Disney yeah. Classic was number two. He won Vegas and then he won Disney the next week. So we're playing Disney and Nolan shoots. Nolan's got it. We're on the palm course and he's coming to the ninth hole. Gets it about 20 feet. Got a 20 footer for 29. And I told him, I said, dude, I'm getting a little tired of watching these 30s. You better make this putt. <laughs> and this is like the second round. And he misses the putt, and he hands me the putter, and he goes, thanks, 
I had no chance of making that putt after you said that. <laughs> and I'm laughing. You know, he's laughing and I'm laughing. Well, the final round, he three putts the ninth hole. We're playing with Corey Pave in the final round. I look at the board. He's like tied for 45th or something. Maybe not quite that, that bad, but he's nowhere near the lead. Tiger's just probably just skiing off. And we're on the ninth green. And he three putts the ninth hole shoot whatever he shot. We go to the back nine, and the Eagles 10, birdies 11, pars 12, and then he pars 13, the par 5. So we come to 14, the par 3, and Corey's caddy's Eric Schwartz. He's also a good player, but he's he's pretty funny. And um, for, for example, one time during a round, I think Nolan bogey three holes in a row to start the tournament, and, and Schwartz, he says to him, Dude, if you don't bogey the first three, you can't bogey them all. <laughs> he was a pretty funny guy. Anyway, so he, he eagles 10, birdies 11, pars 12, birdies 13. 13 was the par, par 4. Birdies 13, then he pars the par 5. Now, that's key because he has a 5 on the card, right? He's got a 5 on the card. We go to 14, and we're right. Four irons, just a little too much club. And this was one of the coolest caddy calls I've ever had and so he hits his shot he's so in the zone hitting the ball it's, I mean you know how it is Bob when yep. these guys get totally locked in it's, it's like scary how good you know where the ball's going to end up right I mean it's crazy so he hits it and I thought he didn't quite nail it and I go right as he hits it I go how'd you hit it and he goes I just missed it and I go that's perfect hole in one boom <laughs> right after I said that, it goes in the hole. That was so a now, good call. I, wow. Oh, it was a good caddy call there. And then I think he might have birdie. Anyway, he ends <laughs> up shooting twenty. He ends up shooting twenty-eight on the back nine at Disney. After you know, after not shooting thirty like the day or two before at the Palm Course, he shoots a twenty-eight on the back nine with a five on the card. How about that? Twenty-eight wow. with a five on the card. And we got done. And I said, dude. We can't leave the golf course yet. You might win the tournament. And we waited for two hours until we got mathematically eliminated. We had to wait for two hours before he was out of it. That's a that good thing. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Tiger ends up winning it. And uh, I think Tiger might have beat Payne Stewart in that one. I, I think it was him and Payne. I don't really remember. But So you, you yeah, bring up remembering, Caddy. I gotta, this is unbelievable. We're sitting here, and you're reminiscing back to, what, 1996? And you're – you're 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 going shot for shot, hole for hole. You know the score. You know the shot. The whole the the conversation that happened on the tee box. How how is it that we can't remember our last name and yet we can remember shots and specifics around the game? It's phenomenal. It's really a fascinating thing about golfers. I think that uh, the brain, I've con- I've concluded that for all of our listeners, and there are probably more than a few who are getting a little older, you start forgetting certain things and you think it's because you're getting older i figured it out that's not at all what it is our brain is like the hard drive on a computer and it gets full eventually and when it's full what happens on your computer when your hard drive's full it starts working very slowly because it has all kinds of stuff it has to go through to process everything and also it starts writing over itself so you're not forgetting anything you're just writing over data because we only have so much capacity in our brain and so that's all it is, is your brain's just full. Yeah, you don't know. You're Nothing. a caddy. 
if I told the, the stories of playing golf with Tom Watson in Scotland, I must have told those. Yeah, yes, you have. <laughs> well, shall I tell the real quick Tom Watson story about? You Mark might Harris? as well at this point. Yeah. Why not? Okay. So I'm rooming with Tom Watson's caddy. This is the 1992 Open Championship at Muirfield Golfers Club. And I'm rooming with TC, Tim Carnival, who's caddying for Watson just for that year. And every night we're going to play, we sneak on North Barrick, which is a really good golf course where they played the quali- Monday qualifier for the Open. And, and there was a, the Marine Hotel was right there, and all the, a lot of the players were staying in the Marine Hotel. So TC and I would kind of sneak out there with an hour of daylight to go and play a few holes. And one night, we saw Tom Watson in the distance. I mean, there's no question it was Watson hitting drivers. You can tell a swing from a mile away. We play a couple holes, and we turn the corner, and there's Watson hitting bunker shots on this hole we're playing. So we hit a wedge in there, and Tom's wearing dress shoes. He's got a wedge, a putter, and a driver, and that's it. And he says, hey, you mind if I join you for a couple holes? And I'm like, nah, Tom, we already got two. Uh, okay, come on. <laughs> so the first hole we play is the famous is the Redan hole. The the Redan hole. Not just a Redan hole, but the Redan hole. So I'm like, here we go. This is cool. And we get on the tee, and it immediately occurs to me that I need to hit this shot as quickly as possible before I'm so nervous I'm not even going to be able to swing a club because Tom Watson is the man, and he's my idol growing up. And here I am playing with Tom Watson on the Lynx course during British Open Week, this was pretty good. So I tee it up, and I hit it on the green. It was a seven-iron shot, and I hit it on the green, so I'm relieved. Watson looks in TC's bag. He doesn't have a seven-iron. He's got a driver, a wedge, and a putter. He looks in TC's bag, and then he looks in my bag, and I've got a set of uh, Tommy Armour 845. And he goes, he goes, Mark, do you mind if I use your clubs? And I go, that's fine, Tom, yeah. He pulls out a seven iron and he doesn't hit a great shot and he's in the bunker. And so the bunker is really deep. Can't quite see over the lip. And he gets in there and he hits his bunker shot and it's a perfect bunker shot. And he almost holds it. But the thing I remember is that right when he hit it, he knew he hit a perfect shot and he runs out of the bunker and jumps up to see where it does. Like he's some enthusiastic eight year old kid playing his first round of golf. And he looks at me and he goes, how good was that? And I'm like, pretty good, Tom. Way to go. You know, so, so we go we go to the next hole. And anyway, about a hole later, we're, we're in front of the hotel. A hole parallels the hotel. I think it was 16, maybe. I can't remember. So I, we hit our tee shots. And uh, I hit it over towards the right side of the fairway, maybe in the light rough, whatever. And I'm getting ready to set up to my shot, and I hear this voice, Hey, Sevy, let's see what you got. And I look up, and it's Fred Couples and Mark Kakavecchia. They've come out to watch us play the 16th hole. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here we go. I got Tom Watson I'm playing with, and I got Fred Couples and Mark Kakavecchia as my gallery. This is pretty cool. I have no I – can't, I can't remember at all where I hit the shot, but Watson – the pin was in the back of this green, as I recall, and it was a very difficult, tight pin placement. And he hits this little kind of one-hop punch shot up there with golf clubs he's never touched before in his life, of course. And it's a perfect shot. Ends up like 10 feet from the hole. And Watson turns to me and goes, 
you see that room up there? That's my room. He said, I sat there and watched the qualifier for a couple hours Monday. Not one guy hit this green. And he goes, I guess that's why I don't have to qualify. All right, Tom. So, if you go to the 17th tee, it's either 17 or 18. I think it was actually, maybe it was 16. Anyway, it's it's getting too dark right next to the hotel. Watson hits his drive and just rips it down there. And so I'm seeing it up, and and Watson goes, he gets, he says, hang on a second. I'll tell you where it starts because it's getting real dark. He gets on his hands and knees down behind the golf ball, and he's like, all right, go ahead. I'll tell you where it starts. And I'm sitting there like, I got this six-time British Open champion, like down on his hands and knees watching me hit a golf ball. This is pretty cool, you know? So I, I hit a good drive, and he goes, that's it, guys. I'm done. I'm going in, pick up my ball, whatever. So we get down there, and I, and I had hit it exactly one yard past Tom Watson. I was like, yeah, I just outdrove Tom. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more with the caddy and tales from his time on the tour. Good stuff. America's favorite caddy joining us inside the clubhouse here on Real Golf Radio. At the first tee, we believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. uh, Something is getting closer. Holy. And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. 
not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, Artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball speed generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. That's Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio, presented by Callaway Golf. And we welcome you into the show, and thank you for joining us here on the Back Nine. It's a clubhouse edition this week. Of course, no tournaments being played. And so the one thing that I miss, and I thought maybe some of you would as well, is the opportunity to just sit around and talk golf with one another. And and that's what we decided to do with our guests, Karen Stupples, Tony Finau, and the caddy, and the caddy's been with us for nearly all of the 20 years we've been doing the show, and he just sometimes gets going, and sometimes, even when we're not on the air, I just let it roll, and that's kind of what happened this time. So there may be some of you going, what is all of this? Well, it's the caddy doing the, what the caddy does, sharing tales from his time on the tour, and hopefully they're a nice distraction and somewhat entertaining when you uh, listen to what he has to say. So we continue our conversation, and again, this is just Bob and me and the caddy just kind of shooting the breeze here in the clubhouse on Real Golf Radio. You're talking about Tom, and you're talking about Freddie Couples. When I, one of the years I played at, at Doral, when it was still Doral for the tournament, Yep, I played the back nine, and I came off the back nine, and I walked to the first tee, and Tom and Freddie were standing right there, and I got to play nine holes with them. Uh, how good is that? I played decent. I think I shot even or one under par or something like that. But I remember the no. fourth hole, the par three. No, a tough par three. I think I hit four iron there or something like that. And as soon as I hit it, Tom goes, "Oh, that's a beautiful shot." <laughs> you know, we started walking down. Yeah. We started walking down that little thing by the lake and stuff. That was kind of fun. Then the other fun pairing that I played with. Well, hold on, we were, hold on a second. Now, important okay. question here. Now, you grew up in a little different atmosphere when it came to being around a lot of very good players and very famous players. Are you less nervous playing with Tom and Fred because of that? No, I was, I was way nervous. Super nervous? Yeah, I was super it didn't matter, nervous. did it? Yeah, no, yeah. it didn't matter. But one of, the, mm-hmm. one of the funnest rounds I ever played was we were in Morocco. We were playing a golf course in Marrakesh, and I was playing with my dad and Gary Player. And that was that was probably one of the funnest rounds of golf I've ever played. Well, it was one of the finest rounds of golf you've played that day. <laughs> mm, you're usually pretty good with that one, Caddy. I don't know about that though. And my accent's a little weak. You kind of slipped in. Down, you kind of so. slipped down under in the middle of that South African. That's just easy to do, of course. Good on you. But yeah, uh, <laughs> playing around <laughs> with Billy Casper and Gary Player. That's that's good stuff right there. Yeah. In Morocco. 
Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there listening to you guys, and I'm like, obviously I couldn't hang, you know, the, the number of stories and guys you played with. and But I was trying to think, it reminded, it started reminding me all the cool things that I've done in golf. And um, I, I could say, if we were just sitting at a table, I played with Tom Watson in Cabo San Lucas once. Yes, you did. So that's, I mean, that's oh, kind of cool, right? And Chris DeMarco. I played with Chris DeMarco there too. Nice. And he complained that nice. I hit it too far to be playing an up tee. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Played with Chi Chi Rodriguez one time in Puerto Rico. I told you yes, that story, Caddy, right? Chi Chi Rodriguez. Great story. So in we're, Port- we're there's a wow. there's a in big Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, we're in Puerto Rico, yep. and we're uh, we're getting ready to tee off on the first hole. Uh, Bob Chi Chi, a couple other guys, and there was probably about a dozen people just surrounding the first tee, watching this all take place. And uh, so Chi Chi's wanting to have a little game with me. Uh, I'll play you straight up. He goes, but. Uh, you got to give me one throw. And I said, okay. And I'm just nervous, right? I'm thinking, can I even make contact with this tee shot, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm like, it doesn't matter anyway. This is a thrill for me. I'd pay money to do this anyway. So um, I tee it up. And just as I'm, I'm addressing the ball, he goes, excuse me, one excuse me. And he, and he walks up and he picks up my ball off the tee, turns around throws and throws it, it in the bushes yeah. in the behind me, yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that throw! Gotcha! Oh, that throw!" Classic one there. So yeah, that was pretty fun. Fell for the oldest trick in the book there. Caddied in the uh, practice round for my guy at the uh, back when he was still a club pro and stuff, and qualified for the Open at Shinnecock. And the year Raymond Raymond won it, but I go up there just to caddy in the practice round because I just want to check out Shinnecock. How good is this going to be? So I go up to the tee to try to see if I can get my player in there in a slot and and uh, Mark Lice standing there and Tom Watson's on the tee and and I, I said hey I've got a single and uh, Mark Lye immediately goes hey do you want to go with Watson I don't want to play with his all this commotion you know in the crowd why don't you guys go with Watson and I'm like oh yeah so I run down there come on man let's go and uh, my, my player says Hold on, I got. I'm gonna hit a couple more, and I said it's Tom Watson, and he leaves the ball on the tee and runs to the D with his driver in his hand. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> so now we're on the tee, and it's Shinnecock, and it's a little bit breezy, and it's trying to sprinkle rain. I mean, it is the British Open in New York all of a sudden, and here's Tom Watson. So I'm standing on the back of the tee, minding my own business, and I'm watching Watson take all these practice things, and he keeps looking directly at me. Like, he's trying to ask me, is this what you like? Do you like it here? You know, he's kind of looking. And I'm like, what's he doing? And then I happen to notice that Byron Nelson is standing right next to me. Out of nowhere, Byron Nelson has disappeared. And he's kind of nodding yes to Watson during the practice. When he's like, yeah, that looks good. And I'm thinking, this is too good. I'm standing next <laughs> to Byron Nelson. Are you kidding me? And so... uh there's all kinds of stories. Oh, we have so many stories from that round. But the, the line I really remember was Watson, kind of windy, and Watson's hitting every shot. He's not hitting a knockdown, not a single one. So about halfway through the round, my player goes, Tom, how do you hit a knockdown? And we're thinking, oh, you know, here's the multiple British Open champion. We're going to learn something about playing in the wind. He goes, I don't have a knockdown shot. I just hit it solid and take more club. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. He never hit a knockdown. He's hit it 
straight up in the air into the wind the whole day like it's nothing. Don't have a knockdown. Just take more club and hit it solid. Okay, Tom, I mean, you're the master. I'm not going to doubt you here, but... Sometimes wow. we make the game too hard, don't we? Yeah, there you go. Nicholas was a, certainly a real high ball hitter, and he did okay at the Open Championship. On that round, that was when Watson was kind of falling off being number one. You know, his game was deteriorating a little bit at that time. And uh, he's practicing 10-foot putts on the 17th hole, and for some reason I was shagging him and rolling him back to him. And he must have missed nine in a row. And without even thinking, I just said to him, how's your putting, Tom? And he, he looks right at me and says, there's nothing wrong with my putting. It just walks off the green. And I'm like, oh, nice. Way to go. <laughs> you just got him really pissed off at you. And so he hits his tee shot on the next hole. We're walking off the tee, and he walks up to me, and he goes, I didn't mean to be gruff with you there, but to be honest with you, I haven't made a putt for two years. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I asked the wrong question at the wrong time. Uh, That'll learn you. So that's, that's been a line. Like it's been a front, one of those lines that, you know, a couple of your friends all say this line that happened at some momentous moment or something. And so one of our lines is there's nothing wrong with my putting. <laughs> <laughs> Caddy, there's, there's one other good caddying is about other, not saying the, the, the wrong thing more, more so often than saying the right thing. Right. Oh yeah. I pulled that one out, out of the wrong hat there, but I mean, it was practice round. And I, I didn't mean anything by it. I just was trying to – I got to say something to Tom, don't I? Okay, I'll say this. Oops. But um, on the fifth hole, par five, and, and he had hit it in the first – kind of the first cut. And it was playing real short and bouncy. And he hits an iron onto the green. And my player goes to him, uh, "What? hey, Tom, what did you hit there, a three? And Tom looks right at us and goes, that was a five. And he said it like he was auditioning to be a DJ in a radio show or something. <laughs> that was a five. A normal voice. That was a five. So my player looks right at and goes right at me. He goes, "That was a five. So ever <laughs> since then, there's about three or four of us who just look at each other. And go, "That was a five. <laughs> one of those stupid lines you have, you know. Well, there you go. That was a five, and that was a long hour with the caddy, but you know what? I've spent uh, many hours listening to the caddy share his stories, and uh, the guy is one good storyteller and just a good guy and has some really good stuff out there. So thanks to the caddy for spending some time. Again, hope you enjoyed that. In the absence of tournament golf, sharing some stories here inside our own little clubhouse on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll wrap up the show next. You're listening to Brian and Bob right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. 
I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on... On life's biggest moves simplified. Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, fairway woods, irons, and hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick, Maverick Max, and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks to the caddy. Woo! There you go. An entire hour with America's favorite caddy. Hopefully he's still your favorite caddy after all all that. But, you know, I mean, how about those stories, Bob? Stories with Tom Watson were were classics. Uh, I thought that was awesome when they were over there at the Open Championship and they were out there and Watson hit that shot out of the bunker and went running up around the top. How's that? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's why I didn't have those to qualify. Are, those are fun. Yep. That was a five. <laughs> yeah, really, really that good That was stuff. a five. That was great stuff. That's why I didn't have to qualify. <laughs> some classic Tom Watson <laughs> stuff there. Well, uh, some other guys that are trying to keep things light and get through this time, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, uh, they got after it a little bit last week. Yeah, they did. Um, first of all, they went out and played. Justin Thomas shot 65 and Ricky Fowler shot 60. Um, And then they decided that they were going to go play at Michael Jordan's new golf course. And Grove 23 uh, played. What's it called? Grove 23. Grove 23. They played left-handed. Well, after you shoot, after you shoot 60, 65, do you just figure the game's too easy? So let's try something left-handed. I guess. Okay. I guess. So they played left-handed. There's video online. It's pretty, it's pretty funny, pretty classic, but, uh, Justin Thomas shot 101, and Ricky Fowler shot 94. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And then George Bryan, the old Bryan Brothers Golf, um, played Aiken Golf Club with only his Maverick driver. 
I thought that was pretty interesting. So just took the driver out, played nine holes. I didn't get through the entire video, but I watched him for the first three holes. He was one under par through three holes. <laughs> he's hitting little soft cut drivers, you know, into par threes over water. He's hit. I mean, he's putting with it. It was classic. It's really, oh, it's fun. been fun to see some of the ways that, that folks have entertained themselves and provided some entertainment and comic relief for us while we're all holed up, uh, waiting this thing out. Hey, while you're also out there, uh, uh, message us on Twitter. Let us know what you're doing during these times right now to kind of to kind of get through being uh, penned up and and the social interaction and that kind of thing. I got a good one. I'll I'll post up there too, Bob. A little, little wedge shots. Uh, my dog's catching the the ball awesome. and and returning it to me. So we'll do that. Uh, we'll post that up there as well. At Real Golf is where you can find us on Twitter. For Bob Casper and our producer Dave Glauser, I'm Brian Taylor. Everybody, stay safe out there, and thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 